I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley, and this is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Episode 42. 42. 42, bro. I'm not going to lie. Little high. Ate a lot of candy. Candy sugar high. Courtney bought some fucking Halloween candy, and I've had seven Snickers and a three Musketeers bar and a Milky Way um, after uh, after dinner. So I, what time did you finish eating dinner? Uh, about 6.45, and I've had a, all the... There are mini bars. There are these fucking... Look, look, look at they're, yeah. they're minis, though. Fun they're, size. I'm not... Yeah, they're, they're, I, no, these are bite they're smaller size. Smaller than fun size. Bite size. Yeah, fuck it. Don't, Kevin, you talk about me eating eight fun size candy bars. People are going to... Oh, God, that'd be... It awesome. doesn't matter what size the candy bars are. If it, you did all that work in 35 minutes, so that's just impressive, bud. They're one bite. I, it's like the barstool pizza thing. It's, oh, I mean, not one bite. Everybody knows the rules. It's one bite because it's the size of, it's one by one inch. Like It's not even the rule. It's your only option. Yeah, true that. Um, true that. But <clears throat> anyways, going going on a little tangent. There. I will say too, you did kind of throw me off there because you didn't say you were on a sugar high. You just said, I'm not going to lie. I'm high <laughs> or I'm pretty yeah. high or something like that. Dude, jittery. I, I just sat down and I was like, wow, Brian. Why is everything so wiry? And then I see a Snickers Milky Way and Three Musketeers uh, fun uh, mini size uh, candy right in front of me at the computer. And I was like, oh, yeah, you were gobbling those things up like fucking Tic Tacs after dinner. You're so buzzing off the, the sugar. You forgot you ate them. Dude, I, I know. Uh, it, it might be a little bit of the Bud Light, too, but the, the candy is whew, I had my dessert. I had my dessert. I've got my fill. Now we can just podcast. Is this you celebrating the win of the United States of America Ryder I, Cup team? I, I've been doing it. I, I, I've been doing it since Sunday. I early Sunday when they clinched. Dude, I love it. God bless America. Are and you the, the Pledge of States. Allegiance before you go to work or before you start working. Well, you know, I um, sing and listen to the national anthem every day at noon. I'm not sure okay. if you do. This isn't really something that I do on my own radio station that I listen to. They do it. So it's kind of like I'm down for it, but they're already like putting the effort out there. I just have to be driving somewhere at noon. You're certainly not against it. No, no, God, no. I listen that there, there was a we Courtney and I went to the dog park yesterday. There was this guy wearing a shirt. It said, you stomp the flag. I'll stomp your face. And this guy. <laughs> Like was like the physique of the Undertaker. Like let me tell you, like Kevin Nash size motherfucker. Like you yeah, see, like guy, he might stomp your face anyway. Yeah, like you look at him and you're like ah. But then Courtney brought it up. Like I don't know that many flag stompers. I didn't know that that was a big thing. Like I, I don't know. I mean, I granted, I'm not. I wouldn't be friends with those type of people. But I didn't know flag stomping was big. No, I have never witnessed a flag stomper in person. I'm sure I could search the internet and find a flag stomper, but I, I've never seen one in person. Do you think he would have been offended if one of the significant others from the Ryder Cup team was so shit-faced she fell over with the American flag wrapped around her? That would be considered flag stomping in one way or another, and then he would be um, feeling like he wanted to stomp her? I hope not, hmm. but I, that's an that, interesting that, that could question. Meet degrading the flag, you know, I, who knows? They were just waving those things around there. Uh, I, I wonder if it would, his level of anger would be directly correlated to how sexy <laughs> the particular wife of the Ryder Cup team was. Listen, it's not about like I think he would let Paulina get away with a little bit more than like 
I don't know. Just one of the, I'm sure none of them have like an ugly significant other, but I'm sure he'd let Paulina do whatever she wants. Yeah, listen, it, they 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 make a good team photo. Um, we we could just probably leave it at that. Yeah, um, I mean, I, yeah. The right, the Ryder Cup was sick. Um, I, dominant. <laughs> so I don't honestly think Bryson and Brooks are friends now that they won a Ryder Cup together. But I think it'll all change once Brooks is behind or paired up with Bryson again, and he's like, "Oh my God, this guy is fucking." unbelievable but do you think bryson is now going to be hated on multiple fronts by the guys that were you know not professional golfers but they're on the long drive tour and they're trying to you know do their own thing and then here comes fucking fucking protein bryson just waddling his ass on in there and just hitting 500 407 yard bombs and they're just like wow cool the sport you um so that's an interesting take first of all i don't think Brooks and Bryson are friends and I don't even think they might say they're friends, but they do. I bet they will be friendlier and less hostile towards each other for the most part. I mean, who knows? Like something else could happen next week for all I know, but they do seem like they've not necessarily squashed it, but I've just, Bryson and I had, had a protein shake. I know Brooks was crushing McUltras. Oh yeah. Uh, Bryson was probably crushing chocolate milk or whatever. Um, the Lord, but I'm a little bit torn on the Bryson long drive thing. Cause I was thinking the same thing. Like they're like, nobody's ever paying attention to the long drive. And then all of a sudden Bryson shows up and everybody's just paying attention to him. So I can see how people would be annoyed that it's like, they're not getting their notoriety that they would like to get, but I could also see how him being in it could draw more eyes to it. And yeah help improve the sport kind of thing i don't know that's an interesting question bray i don't know man a lot of a lot of things you know going on up in the noggin you know but um love the Ryder cup interesting um take on on the gimmies what'd you, what'd you see about that i saw a couple people getting heated about gimme putts not being given to them did you did you see get to see any yeah of them? i saw i didn't see any of them in person i saw them all like um you were not after the fact straight. on social are, media are, are you confirming you're not at whistling straights no i'm not i'm just i just didn't like the two i saw the jt one and the brooks one or the <laughs> bryson one um but i didn't see them like while i was watching live on tv i saw them like after the fact kind of thing um first of all bryson's was just ridiculous a it wasn't that short of a putt and b he like laid his putter down in the hole which Yo. is kind of a douchebag move and dude your kind putter of? is like five feet long like that's yeah like yeah that if you have a, a three foot putter like most people yeah go ahead like that's fine but your putter is literally a foot longer than anybody else's well, putter. well that's what i thought was funniest about the whole him laying his putter down <clears throat> thing is that his putter is so long like i'm not saying that it wasn't a gimme for a professional but your putter is still as long as like some people's drivers like right exactly and i also thought it was weird because i mean even like the putt that he did that on if i'm remembering correctly it was longer than a lot of putts that i was seeing other people having to put into the hole but listen, regular hat Bryson is, is a different breed than weird. He hat. might never wear one of those weird hats again. No, dude, he can't wait to get back into one of those weird mm-hmm. hats. He, I, I bet he, that's one of his sponsors. They're like, listen, dude, you got to even look weird. We've got to really make you stand out against everyone else on the tour. You're going to gain 45 pounds, whatever. Wear this goofy hat. 
you know, didn't he play in, did he play in the previous Ryder Cup? Or all oh, the President's Cup that he played in, right? And he got to wear the. Yeah, yeah, he looked foolish. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't let him do it in the Ryder Cup. His teammates probably were like, listen, man, we need morale. Yeah, I guess they all did. For, actually, no, they didn't all wear the same exact thing every day. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm sure, yeah, I guess you're right. He probably is itching to get back into that thing. Looking like a newspaper boy. That's what I would call it. Um, so I didn't play a ton of golf. I Listen, it's fair season. We were hitting fairs. We were working on the nursery. Wait, 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 it's what season? Fair season. You don't live in New England anymore, so I apparently you forgot. But, um, okay, I heard that. And then you said you hit fairs. Plural? You went to plural fairs, bro? This is the fourth fair we've, we've been to. It's only... It's September 28th. Really? You're a big fair guy. My my wife loves fairs. I love fairs too. I love fairs. Oh, do you not love fairs, Brian? Do you I, not love fairs now? I love fairs as well. Can't wait to go to the Big E. Hate the parking. Love the, the Big E's not even one of the fairs you've been to? No. Dude, wh- what are you doing at all these fairs? What do you what do you do when you get there? Eat. Eat food. No, park in a muddy parking lot. Try to get it for free being with life in the rough. Courtney usually tries to shut that shit down real quick because she gets embarrassed but um then pay for parking um go eat food find a beer tent eat more food get more beer do you go on like rides or pulled no we don't No, it's yeah you know you watch some some uh some you know figure eight racing a demolition derby tractor pull um there's some live music it's kev i don't understand how this is so baffling to you well, no, like I've been to fair. Like I went to fairs growing up. I just like, I don't really go to fairs as like as an adult, I guess. Like we went to the Big E last year and Julia had to basically drag me there. I'm just not into it. I don't know. Not my thing. Not my bag, baby. Listen, I, I, I get it. Um, Courtney said, I asked if I wanted to smoke this weekend instead. Just just get some meats, fire up the smoker. I was like, yeah, you got it. I don't what know. Make? I don't know yet. We'll we'll figure we'll, we'll figure it out. But we got we got to get we got to get through this podcast. We, um, I played, that's probably a good idea. I yeah, I played uh, one round. I got um, played at Copper Hill, um, out in East Granby. Nice little track, nine hole course. Um, it's another uh, another addition for me on the air. It's like my twenty third, twenty something. Damn, like that. dude! Different golf sick. course this year um played nine with the boys before we got out for it was a stag party colin swed um it was it was a good time good turnout there were certainly some people that were there more for the good cause as as than the golf but it was all right man we we had a good time we didn't win nice. we we lost by three strokes i think the winning team was seven under yeah winning team was seven under but you know four under through nine holes um I, I I felt pretty good about it. Um, life who'd in the rough. You, uh, who'd you play with? Um, so I was playing with my buddy Fox um, and uh, buddy Drew Zito, and then uh, Krishner, um, one of one of their friends. All these guys, you know, lived uh, grew up together up in the Windsor Locks, Windsor area, and um, no, it was a good time. So. Life in the rough obviously was present. We there was a life in the rough prize pack in the raffle. It included a fresh shirt. It included a sleeve of life in the rough golf balls. Dude, it was a hot item. People were fighting over it. Literally, um, 
well, uh, it actually got stolen. So the winner of the raffle got it. And then somebody snaked the balls, ripped them out of his hand. Somebody ripped the t-shirt out of his hand. That person wore the t-shirt the rest of the night and looked in to his face while he did it. He was just like, yeah, this is my t-shirt now. That's awesome. That's what like, we need. Dude, I, let me tell you, there was a lot of aggression. Um, that Everyone loved the life in the rough, though. It was sick. And at the end of the tournament, it was really cool. It was one of like those things you see on Barstool. Um, they they had, a, had to have a putt off because there was a tie. And this kid sets up and everyone's watching people throwing extra dollars down. Hits like a huge putt. I put it on Instagram. It was very long. The The putt to beat was within like two inches, three inches. The coin was very close to the cup. This kid just fucking drains it. Everyone goes wild, jumping around, just scuffing up the practice screen. And wait, wait, wait. So what, how did this work? Like, okay, first of all, how long was the putt? Like generally, like 40 feet, 50 feet? Yeah, probably 40 to 50 feet. Okay, and did each person on the scramble team get to take one putt kind of thing and whatever yep. team? Wow. Yeah, closest to. And he just drained it. It walked it off. Was he last to go? Tell me he was last to go. Oh, you know, closer. Closer, baby. Oh. All the marbles. At, dude, it, it, was a, it was a great time. Great time, great cause. I actually won closest to the pin. Um, and you didn't get oh, beat by an inch this time, d- bro. Still 11 feet six inches away, though. How crazy is that? Same exact distance a week later in another scramble 11 feet what? six inches. Nuts. I know. I gave the money back to the to the groom, um, you know, being it that it was a nice. stag, you know, and um. It was a fun time. Then we went back and did a little house party raging. So can't complain, but we did get in nine holes before then. And it was fun. At the same course. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. So went out and it, it, it's a fun track. So I went bogey, par, par, bogey, par, bogey, par, par, par. So shoot a 39. Um, but cool thing about it is I hit two. Not- oh. 39 yeah dope buddy let's go yeah but it was like it was like we were like we need to get through this round in like an hour and a half everyone was just like going to their ball hitting it going like it was such a smooth nine holes i was like this is the this is the pace guys this is the pace um if you're not kind of like if you don't have to catch your breath before you swing your club you're not playing fast enough you know like you're ready to go Dude, it was awesome. I had a 30-foot putt that that curved in, big breaker. Had a 20-foot putt, big breaker. Both of them were one-putt pars. Um, yeah. So, like, I just had good good karma. On the eighth hole, um, it's a par five. Fucking lose my ball right. It goes into a hazard. So, I have to hit out from the, the hazard there. Mm-hmm. Um, hit a three dropping two hitting three hit a three wood landed it short by like 110 yards like i had no angle yeah um hit a gap wedge um and it was just so thick that i left that like 15 yards short so then i chipped in for par and i was like let's go oh man dude it was great when that i feel like when you're when you're having good scores 
something like that does happen on like one or two holes always. Like whenever you have a good score, doesn't that? I feel like that always happens. Dude, it, it yeah, it, it made me very happy. I was very fucking pleased. I was like, guys, let's go. I'm ready for the scramble. And I poured in, I had two putts that I, I drained for us that were a good 15 to 20 foot breakers. And then I had a sick shot with my three hybrid to get us on a, um, on a par five and two yeah. that uh, I mean, we missed the Eagle pup, but listen, we, we didn't put together putting. And at the end of the day, when you have 12 foot putts, you've got to make them granted. We had some tough pin locations, um, but that it's what it is. Like you, you have to hit them. Yeah. Um, so it was a great time. Um, had a blast. People loved the life in the rough gear. Um, and let me uh, ask you this about your scramble. Was the oh, course yeah. set up longer than <laughs> the scramble we played in at Watertown? Yes. Yes. De- more de- suitable for, yes, for you. De- definitely okay. longer. There was though a hole that was reachable. Um, it was like 265 yards. Yeah. Um, but it like, if you missed it, like you're out of bounds left. There was trees to the right. Like there were people that were just hitting three woods because it risk reward wasn't there for them. I yeah. thought that was a bit ridiculous since it's a scramble. Right. Um, but hey, you know. Yo, hit, no, I'm going to take five iron. I don't want her to lose another top flight, Carl. Seriously, I, let me grab my bucket of mojos. Yeah. Um, no, so it, it was a good time. Um, certainly didn't get in as much golf as you did. I, I talked to you earlier last week and I you had you were setting fucking hometown records over here must be nice must be nice oh yeah i play i played a ton of golf and the the only day i didn't play since um so after we recorded on tuesday i then played wednesday thursday saturday sunday but i had also played monday and tuesday before so i played six out of seven days in a row and I was feeling it on Sunday, dude. I was, I haven't played. It's now Tuesday. I didn't play yesterday or today. I need a break. I'm probably not going to play tomorrow either. Actually, I probably just won't even play until the weekend. Um, I need a break. But well, it's tough um, too, dude. Like now that, I mean, granted we're, I mean, for the most part working from home still, but it's tough to get in nine holes after work. Oh yeah. Like Some this is probably the last week that I could maybe swing it. Cause I get out right at five and I'm like 10 minutes from the course. It's a sad week, sad week for all. Yeah. And even that, like the last couple, like, I guess I'll just tell you. So I didn't play or I played during the week. I played, um, I played like shit. I'm not going to get into detail. I got a shot, uh, 86 one day on 18. Then I played nine and I shot, I think eight over, um so like i wasn't really playing good during the week like i said i had played a bunch of days in a row i was like my body hurt like i was trying to like swing the club and i was just like i have no i can't do it we were talking about that on the last episode you get out of bed after a day walking 18 you're like oof, you feel that (laughs) yeah and then after you and i talked about it i decided to go play like fucking 36 holes in the next three days so of course of course of course of course naturally naturally (laughs) so um yeah so i did play during the week it was kind of a a shit show but um i was saying how it's it's kind of gonna be like the last week so i tried to squeak out on thursday and i ended up just kind of bouncing around a little bit because i got through the first three holes and as I was walking from one to two, I looked over and I saw a group on four, 
a twosome on four. So I was like, oh, okay, there's a lot of people in front of me. And they they were the next group. Mm-hmm. By the time I am walking off four, there is a sixum in front of me that had just teed off on five. Oh no. And the twosome is in front of them. Oh no. And I but- can see the next tee, and I see another sixum in front of the twosome. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I can only assume those two sixums are somehow together and the back one let the twosome play through, but the front one never let the twosome play through. So I literally was sitting on the tee box of five for probably 10 minutes because they were standing fucking 275 yards out on this par five waiting for the other guys to clear the green. Bear in mind, there's like a creek. 15 yards in front of the green like you guys are not going for it and if you are you shouldn't be right. and they were just waiting this entire time like to it wouldn't have put mattered. those balls in the creek they were just waiting yeah. to put them in dawson's creek right Dude. so it was just ridiculous i don't know why there were two sixums out but i'm like fuck this so i just started bouncing around and playing random holes because it two sixums that- is three foursomes right and, and i'm not great at math it's, well that's pretty good that's a good uh, conversion Thank you. Yeah. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to play. Like, it was after work. Like, it's going to, it's already getting dark. I don't have time for this. I'm just going to go hit some shots or whatever. So that happened there, but I, I, I disapprove. I disapprove. I don't know what was going on there. I've never seen that there before. It was bullshit. But I did play 18 Saturday and I played 18 Sunday. Nice. Tell me about them. I'm going to tell you about these two rounds, Brian. I'm going to tell you about these two rounds. Just allow me to pull them up. Yeah, just don't make it boring. Listen, don't put our don't put our listeners to sleep here. You're gonna give us 36 mm. holes. You need to uh, give me some excitement. Kid's right. a single digit guy now. Not now. He's been one, but all right. So entertaining. On um, Saturday and Sunday, I both I played uh, a combo of the blue nine and the white nine at Town of Colony Golf Course on oh. on Saturday. I played the white nine and then the blue nine, and then on Sunday it was flip flopped. White to blue, blue to white, guys. They, yes, sir. So on Saturday when I went white to blue, I started off with a par, and then 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 a par. So I had six straight pars to start off my round. And you I'm playing well. Too. Yeah. I'm really? playing well. I am I missed one fairway out of the five. I think I if I remember I hit four greens, I believe. I double seven. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I do not remember how I doubled seven, but I know it was a double. Um like I was saying to you off air, I've played these four different nine hole tracks so many fucking times this they year all blur together. They all blur together, dude. Like I could try to explain to you what may have happened, but honestly, I just don't really know. Dude, I get it. I mean, you've played you and especially not that like, well, you do play those range of courses so often that like it makes sense that they would blur together like do you know offhand like if you pulled up your gin app right now like how many scores have you posted this year uh i can tell you like because uh, i'm in my gin app um because i feel like you've definitely posted more than me i 49 played, so i've i've posted 49 as well <laughs> we are boys oh yes i love that um 
dude, that's <laughs> that's so funny. All right, well, that's cool. Um, yeah. And while but, we've been talking, I remember but, now I double we'll, bogey. We'll put that into see. Love that. See, I was just giving yeah. you a little time for the uh, brain to percolate. No, but think about this. So I've logged forty nine rounds. 21 of them because I'm taking out Blackledge and Gilead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Gilead and Anderson, the two Blackledge courses. You take out two of those and I've essentially played Blackledge 28 times playing every other course. Uh, 21 courses throughout the other ones. Or right. You know what? I've had a pretty few. similar ratio to that, actually. I would say. Well, we don't we don't need to get into it. You figured gonna, I mean, out you figured out your double bogeys. We've played the same amount of fucking rounds, which is crazy. That's um, crazy at that number too. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get back to my round. Let's talk about me. So I'm even through six, and I double seven. It's the short dog leg left, um, par four. Uh, bear in mind, six on this nine. I always double bogey because I always fuck it up. And it's basically the opposite of seven. Like it's a short dog leg, right? It's like the same hole, but mirrored kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I hit basically a frozen ro- low rope hook off the tee. It goes like 180 yards and hits a tree. So I'm stuck behind a tree. I have to punch out. And then I uh, air mail the green, which is kind of elevated. Then I have to chip up, two putt, double bogey. Um, so I'm two over through seven. And then I go par, par. Love so it. I turn at two over playing well, obviously yeah, for sure. Uh, How'd the eight. back go? So I, um, I parred 10. So I'm like, okay, feeling good. I then bogey 11, double bogey, 12 bogey, 13 bogey, 14. So okay. I'm five over through four holes on the back. Not, not happy about it. Not happy about it at all. Um, so I'm seven over overall right now. I then um, par 15 and I birdie 16. Nice. Nice. Yep. Uh, par par five. I get there in three and I make like a, by like a 30 foot putt. Nice. Of course yeah. You did. It, it was, yeah, it was, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a cool hole. It's, it's a tough par five. Like you have to, like you usually have to hit three shots. Like you would need two absolutely perfect shots. And your second one would have to be like a long iron. Um, to get there and you have to like really hook it but uh it was, it was good birdie felt good about it then i par 17 and i bogey 18 but i uh shoot 79 sick dude that's yeah well i mean you had a couple others in between but i feel like you probably are close to if not have now your eight logged scores in your gin are all in the 70s or close to it I think I have one or two that are not. I can I can let you know actually. Yeah, Hold not, on. That, well, not, um, let me tell you about my next round, and then yeah. I'll talk to you about that. Um, so yeah, I, I was I was pumped about it. I was playing really well. I had that stretch of four holes where I just like I almost like lost my momentum and just like almost like didn't panic, but just like it was just like a monstrosity of four holes that I went five over through on mm-hmm. a round that I was playing very well. And then I, I saved myself at the end and made the birdie and then I bogeyed 18, but whatever. Um, but I was feeling very good about my game and I'm pumped up to play on Sunday morning. I am very, very excited to play on Sunday morning. Of course. So now we're playing um, blue to white. So we're going the opposite way. Yep. 
get up on the tee, pull my drive a little bit left. I'm just in the left rough. Um, I have a shot at the green, but there's a branch kind of overhanging. So I have to hit like a draw, which I generally do anyway, but I have to like more kind of like hook it. Mm-hmm. I fucking stick one to eight feet and make the putt for bird. Of course you do. One under to yeah. start. Let's go. Yeah, it was a sick putt. This this green, it's like it was a back pin and the back of the green is legit like a backstop. Like if you're off the back and chip on, your ball is rolling to the front of the green kind of thing. Yep. And I was pin high. It was like a fucking two-foot breaker that dropped in. It was sick. I then bogey two. So I'm pissed. Yeah, all so right. What do You're I do? Even. I hit a bomb drive 60 yards out, stick it to three feet, make the putt for birdie. Of course you do. So I'm back to one under through three. Um, I then um, pull my tee shot on four, which is a par three, and I short side myself on a very difficult green with pin placement and make a double bogey. So now I'm one under or one over through four. I then bogey five. So I'm two over par six, bogey seven, par eight, birdie nine. Three birds in the front nine. Love that. Three birds on the front nine. I am throwing darts. Yeah, man. Like I like I, I was hitting some awesome approach shots. Um. So I, uh, again, shoot 38 on the front. Um, I go turn, hit a fairway, hit a green, uh, two putt for par. I, um, I bogey two, which is a long par five, another low frozen rope hook that goes into trees. I try to hit a sick punch shot that ended up not being sick. And I hit a square tree and it bounced into the fairway of the hole that runs parallel. So the tree is square. No, I hit the dead fucking center oh. of the trees. <laughs> it, it hit the tree square. You hit a, a tree square. Yeah. Now you hit a square tree. No, 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 no. The tree was not. No, the tree was not shaped square. Um, so this thing just like hits the tree and then rockets straight left into the fairway of the hole that runs parallel to our hole. I can see our green, but there's like this tree right between me and the green, and I can shoot the flag. I have like two thirty-five. I hit a sick hybrid to two yards before the green. Um, I chip it to like eight feet, miss the putt and get out of there with a bogey. Um, I then um, miss the fairway, hit the green, make a putt for birdie. So that's my fourth birdie of the round. Um, So I'm still two over. I par 13, birdie 14. Dude, you're on fire. You own this course. (laughs) fifth birdie of the day this was a sick shot i had i was in the rough 120 yards out i was under a tree and i had to hit like a little tiny cut to get around the branches to get to the front pin Mm -hmm. one and a half feet as soon as i hit it i was i said out loud i'm like that is all over it and it just lands right there wow five birdies is the most i've had in a round Dude, you know what? I was trying to, I have no idea. I would have to assume that this was the most birdies I've had in the round. I don't think I've ever had five or more. Well, because the thing is, I, you, I, how do I want to say this? Like, I, more obviously, I'll edit this out. The thing is, like, when you have so many birdies, typically you're going to shoot a good score because otherwise you're like, yeah. I had five fucking birdies and I had three double bogeys and I always shot an 80 or, you know, whatever it right. is. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, but also, I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you're, you're going to have a good score if you have five birds. Yeah, dude, that's Ult- awesome. Unless you really fuck up. But really like, fall apart, right? If you're really fucking up on other holes, you're generally not playing so well on the other holes that you're making that many birdies anyway. You know what I mean? Unless you just had a couple too many, uh, you know, booed lattes. Right, exactly. Um, so anyway, we go to 15, which is um, the hole I said I always double bogey when I was talking about my previous round. Um, and I double bogey it. I hit a low slice. <laughs> it goes into the trees. I go to punch out my ball and it doesn't quite make it. I duff a chip. It, it was a monstrosity. So I double that. And then I bogey 16 because I had a four foot putt that I hit the ground with my putter before I hit the ball on the, on the way forward on, on your phone. Fo- oh yeah. And like, keep in mind, my putting was why I was scoring so well this day. Like I didn't miss a putt under 10 feet. And I made a couple like 15 to 20 footers, oh, probably man. two 15 to 20 foot putt. Like I was putting really well. Like there was not a doubt in my mind that that ball was going to go in the hole and I just stuff it. Um, so then I par eight, which is a par three. It was actually, uh, it was a pretty sick par. I, um, it was a back pin, um, and it rolled off the back of the green and the green slopes back to front. Mm-hmm. So I'm short-sided and I'm like right on the edge of like the rough and the fringe. So I belly a wedge and it almost goes in the hole. That would have been sick. <laughs> it almost goes in the hole for my 630 of the day. Ends up rolling maybe four feet past and I make the putt. Um, so now I'm standing on 18 and I am, I'm three over. Or I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm four over. So I'm like, okay, I need to make a birdie here and I shoot the best round of my life. And I hit my best drive of the day right down the middle. I have 140 yards out. Pressure's I'm on. like, all right, step one complete. Let's do it. So I stand up over my ball, feel really good. Skull it, low liner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hits the slope right before the green, rolls right over the green and is sitting in the rough. Um, I chip up to like eight to 10 feet and I make the par putt shoot 76. Dude. Good shit, man. Yeah. Dude. Great fucking weekend for the handicap, man. I was feeling good this weekend. So what are, what are you at right now? You want to know what I'm at right now, Bri? Well, that's why I asked. I'm not, I am at a 7.1. All right. All right, dude. There you go. Which is way like by far my lowest handicap ever um but you were asking my so like my eight scores that count i have two 80s and then the other six are in the 70s nice yeah two 76s two 79s oh i'm sorry three 76s two 79s and a 77 Dude, that's solid. So oh, out of the six months, and we still have a couple days left, but out of the six months that we've, you know, been recording scores, well, you know, April to September, we're about through the end of September now. We're averaging over eight rounds of golf a month. So I mean hey, can't complain if you that's more than two a week, essentially, right? A, a little bit more than two a week, yeah. Like eight and an eighth, something like that. Um so Hey, we're getting out there. You know, I'm, I'm almost about in my mid thirties. Got a kid on the way. I, I, I'm working on a nursery. Listen, I'm getting out twice a week. Woo! I am lucky. 
and I need to get better because Kevin is now a seven point fucking one and I'm like a 13 one. So I that's you're what, just you're trying to sandbag me for the next major is what you're doing, dude. I've pretty much like been a constant like 13 all year. Like it, it went down to an 11 six. And then I was going to say, I thought you got lower. Yeah, no, I did. And then like ever since it's kind of just fucking been chilling around there so i don't know i'm still hoping to get it into single digits i could i don't know i gotta do some work in the next uh couple weeks i think we start or stop being able to log scores come november probably um oh you know what i wonder when mine because you remember at the beginning of our season you could start logging on april 1st but i couldn't start until april 15th yeah i wonder if that's going to work the same way at the end of the season too yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Oh, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll, I can look it up as well. But, yeah, I'm curious to see that. But I don't, I don't have to worry about that yet. If anything, it will be a couple weeks from now, and it's going to be getting cold anyway. But it's fucking sad, man. Where was it? The... It's, it's about to be October. I feel like September literally just started. Uh, you know, I feel the same. But we still got, dude, there's still, we got some more to the season. We've got, um, I've got a tournament, or we've got a tournament coming up at Oak Ridge uh, out yep. in Massachusetts in, what's that, the 10th, October 10th? Sounds right. And then I've got a tournament. Yeah, that's a Sunday. And then I've got a tournament the following uh, week at Blackledge. Um, so I've still got some golf to get in. I'm certainly going to be trying to get out there on my own just for individual rounds, but there we are gripping to the every last bit of the season. And um, I'm, I'm not really trying to let it go. If you know any other scrambles, Kev, let me know. Or uh, we at least need to figure out one more, um, one more weekend for us to get together to do the final major Dude, of the year. We really need to get together and play. We'll figure it out. I don't out. know if we'll be able to do it twice. I think we like, I mean, no, the, I mean, the scramble, there are, inclusive, there are four majors a year in the PGA. So if we can only do four, we can only do four. Listen, uh, we, we, we had great intentions. Um, and then you moved away and I realized that you had already moved away before I even started this, but Hey, um, it is what I say. And it rhymes all day. Hip, hip, hooray. Hey, you, I'm Kevin O'Coin. <laughs> And I'm Brian Ackley. <laughs> Kevin sucks at rapid in his life in the rough the podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Woo!